0: So if you go to your local shul, you will see that there are many types of siddurim on the shelf. There's a Sephardic siddur, you have your Ashkenaz, Nusser Svard, perhaps a Lubavitcher siddur, various types of siddurim that one can daven from. And the question is, why don't we have one siddur? So the truth is, we're learning the Dafyami now. That the Yomi, the first three prakham of brachas, deal with Kriya Virchas Berchus kriyashma, and the fourth and fifth parak, which we are up to now, discuss Shemana and the question begs itself, when you're going through the, through the Gemara, which parts that we have in our there date back to the times of the Gemara, which things were added later. Sometimes we have different words that we use in place of what is specifically uh, said in the Gemara. So people have been asking, and, and myself included, curious why or where does our current siddhar come from? So the truth is we have to really go back. We have to go back in time and try to figure out who was the first person to daven, where does davening come from? We mentioned some of this in previous shiram. And through that, we will hopefully, over the next few shiram, come to a conclusion or some type of understanding of the siddhar. So the truth is, I am not a historian I don't didn't do my own uh specific research most of what I'm going to say is based on what I've learned from my rabbim over the years uh, an article from uh, Ravarna Piatsky which I read recently and uh several several uh, other sources that I have just that discuss or highlight the history of the siddur and and it will just shed, shed some light on our everyday tefillah. Again, I'm going to be missing some details, so if you want, you can reach out and fill me in, or you can just uh, disagree with what I'm saying. So, when it comes to tefillah, when it comes to davening, so the Gemara and Bracha Staflam and Aleph tells us that we see throughout Tanakh that our Avoy davened, many of the Nuviyim daven, we learn out most of our, many of the Halachas of from Chana, there's Davin HaMelech, many Pesukim of Tehillim, so there's a concept that there was tfilah there definitely was davening, davening was part of our Messeyra, you look in Tanakh, everybody's davening, so on one hand we do see davening, but to say that it's a chi, of an obligation, that is not so clear, so the Ramam writes that yes, there is a obligation to daven, the Pasuk says, Have the So Avoyda is, specifically means a person has an obligation to daven every single day. According to the Raman, there's a mitzvah deraisa to daven once a day. Now, that does not mean Shemana it just means a tefillah. The Ramban argues, the Ramban says that no, all the davenings that we see is really only discussing the at a uh, time of, of pain, when, when one would, would call out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's the only thing that would be a mitzvah deraisa. The daily prayer, that is a mitzvah deraubanon, based on the Anchei Knesset So basically, we have Machlekes Rishonim, if davening uh, even once a day is a chi of deraisa or not, but everyone agrees that the structure of three tefillahs a day is definitely only a dindarabbanon. One could perhaps uh, say, a, a Lundish, in lambdish terms, this is how Rabbi Razman puts it, Rabbi Rabbi Reisman, he says that there's a difference between voida, tefillah being avoida of service, that According to the Rambam, was every day, and then there's Tefillah of Be'ez or Bakushas Rachamim, which that would be a Daraisa, so, but that wouldn't be every day, and perhaps the Anshei Knesset Zagdala, or masakin that we should have both together in our Shemona Esri. There are two components. There's a component of Avoidah, and that's why we have a structure of davening the same thing every single day, three times a day, that's the Avoidah. And you have the Tzara, the Bakashas arachim, which, again, many of our tefilahs are Bakashas, so it's all included in one tfila. So, this was the history up until the time of the Anshei Knesset Zagdala. When the Anshei Knesset Zagdala came around, so, before their time, Nobody had an obligation, according, at least according to the Ramban, to daven. Uh, everyone agrees they did not have an obligation to daven three times a day. We do see that there were those that did. Daniel says he davened uh, three times a day, even before the Korban Ben the Gamar says. Daven Amalech in Tehillim says... Era Vavoj a Asicha Vaheme, or Yeshma Kurli. So you see that Davra Malach daven three times a day. So there was a concept, right? The Avois of Shachris Mincha Marav based on Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaqariv, but there was no obligation of Davening three times a day. came along the Anche Knesset Akadela. This is the end of the Ba'is Rishon, all the way until the beginning of the Bayas Sheni. That was the time period of the Anche Knesset Akadilah. Some of the names that we are more familiar with would be Ezra and Haggai and Mordechai from the Purim story, and the final one was the was and Anantzadik, we know from the Mishnah and how Hoyim Mishyari, Knesset, So they, the Anshah, Knesset, Davela, created the framework for tefillah. They created, they created the framework for davening, and that's how we, this is the, the origin of tefillah, of davening as we know it. The framework of davening, of davening three times a day, all that. So there's a uh, question of why specifically now. So, a few things. Number one is that Pizman HaBayes Risha, we did many Averes of Avodah of Gideh Rai, of Chastamim, so perhaps the Antje like felt the need for us to have a stronger connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Additionally, as the Mabit writes, that there was a certain hashras HaShechino that we, we enjoyed during the bias rishon that we no longer were able to enjoy, even in the bias Sheni, during the times of the second Mesa Middash, we did not have that level of hashras HaShechino, and therefore there was a need to daven, and the Mabit adds that there was a specific Takana of having of davening with a minion of tefillah betzibar. Now, when a person with betzibar, we know the shechina is there. That uh, the shechina comes first if there's a minion kavua. So now that we no longer had the Hashwas hashchina that we had, that we enjoyed during the bias Rishon, it was important for us to start davening with a minion. So this is all included in the Dakona of the anshe Knesset HaGdollah. Davening with a minion, davening three times a day, the Shemona Esrei as we know it. Now there's a question which the Rishonim grapple with, is, is what were the anshe Knesset HaGdollah Misakin? Were the Misakin Esrei? Were they Misakin more than Shemona Esrei as we know it? Perhaps the format... Uh, the theme, the order, what about the content, the actual words, it was everything all included in the Akshay Knesset Hagdala. and based on that we actually have a question, the Gemara, I think it's in haftas or Lamed, in Brachas, says that Shimon HaPikuli came and reminded everyone all the, uh, all the Brachas so how did we forget it at some point? So let's, let's, take, the, let's take a look at the Rishonim. The Rambam says, and these Mahashma, that both, that the, Shulcha, that the Akshay Knesset HaGdala Ramosaki and the Shimana Esrei the 18 brachas as we know it they were also masaking all the brachas additionally they were misalking the the theme the order the content everything that we know as Shmenasri is all included in the original takana the anche knesset the, 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 the raman writes that it used to be that a, an individual had the uh, ability or the the right to to put his own words into shamanas but he said we no longer have that trust, we, we're not going to say the correct things, and therefore the Ancha canstel or Masaki in every single word. If you look in the uh, Sifri Hakabalah, even the, the Rafa Shechayim brings it, that every word is uh, has much meaning and depth in in uh, understanding it, and in the oillam Hakabalah. Of the sphere and how the runs the world so each word is important and one should not be switching it around however, if you look at other rishonim the rashba and several other rishonim, right? Then no, oh, perhaps the actually can only missacking the order of the brachas Maybe the beginning and the end of the bracha, but the bulk of the bracha uh, The individual had the ability to put in his own words okay, so let's focus on at least the Rambam's View of it that every word was specifically written by the, but was specifically said by the Aachi Knesset, like Deula, and that was set up for generations. And the question is so, why don't we find? Let's go find and search the original text of the Siddur, and from that, we can now find the perfect Siddur. And we could take, you know, the Siddur businesses, we'll, we'll put them out of business. There's a hundred different types of Siddur, Siddur Hagra, Siddur Rav Kuk, uh, Harav, the Balatania. We'll find the original Siddur. And we'll know exactly what to daven. So the truth is, if you look in the Gemara in Shabbos, the Gemara in Shabbos in the sixteenth parak is discussing. Let's say someone has a fire on Shabbos, and the question the Mishnah discusses: What can, can you save from the fire? So the Gemara vav brings a brisa ton rabanan habrochis vahakmen. If someone has written down brachos, Rashi says, what does this mean? It means, Matbea shetivu ches v'sha Someone has a piece of paper that has the brachos of the Anshin Knesset Ha-Dole written on it. A sidr. Halacha is, Even though there's letters of, of Hashem's name. Um, and parts and took from many parts of the Torah. Halacha is one would not save them from a fire on Shabbos. Ella, what do you do? Let them burn. Let them burn in their place. Them and the names of a Why? We can't armor from here. Chacham said based on this Mishnah. We understand what the halacha was. The halacha was those that write down Brachos, they write down the siddur. Kesarfe Torah. It's as if they're burning the Torah because what's going to happen is there might be a fire on Shabbos, and we're going to have to allow it to burn on Shabbos. What's the problem? So all the Rishonim say because since the brachos were considered and tefillah was considered Torah shabbah so in those days there was still the isser of writing down Torah Shabbat and therefore you're not you are not allowed to write down the siddur. So although the Anshe mesakin, our, what we know as a Siddur, but it was never written down. It was passed down from generation to generation, just like the Mishnahists before they were written, just like the Gemara. So therefore it makes sense that we can no longer find the original manuscript of the Siddur. And that also sheds light on why there are different uh, Nuschois, because once we were not able to write it down, so now, Years later, when you're trying to compose it again, a few hundred years later, when you're writing down the Mishnayis, you're writing down the Gemara, now you want to write down the Siddur as well, so you don't have the original text in the, in the pristine uh, form from the Anshayi and So that leads to many uh, discussions of what exactly is the correct Nusach. So if you look throughout Mishnayis and the Gemara, you'll see that we have some things. We have Berchas Torah. The, the Gemara tells us again. We have machlek is exactly how to say it, but you do have... That you know that's part of the uh, the the Gemara, the Birchas haShachar. Many of the brachas that we say in the morning are there. Perhaps we, we we're missing out hanosin Koyach and shasami kirdzayni. Those are not found in the Gemara. The birchas Kriishma, we just had it in the first few Prakam of brachas. So it goes through most of what we say. Yaisar and a Even tachanun to some extent is mentioned in the in the Gemara. We definitely have shmonesre. It goes through which brachas we say in shmonesre. We have havi So there are machlaiksen in, in the Gemara itself of what So how do you understand the machlaikas? So there's perhaps three ways to understand the various machlaiksen. One, one would be that perhaps the, the tefillah that we're arguing about, for example, there's a debate in the Rishonim about uh, ashrei, do you say, when you say Tehillah David three times a day, do you begin that with Ashrei Yosheh Or as writes that many had, had they, they would say a different type of Ashrei before they went to the capital of Tehillah David. So what was the, why don't we just look, get to the original uh, t- uh, manuscript, the original Siddur of the Anshei Knesset So first of all, you could say many of the tfilos that are being discussed in the Gemara and the Rishonim came later than the Anshei Knesset Number two would be that perhaps they were forgotten, as you mentioned. They might have been forgotten based on the fact that it couldn't be written down. Additionally, we didn't mention this before, the Divrayoyal writes, and this is uh, based on the, the, the lambdus the we said before, that there's, there's a difference between davening as avodah and davening as bakasha harachmim. When a person davens as avodah, so during the shasheni, it could be they didn't have to daven the same Way the same uh, order that they had to when there's no longer a, a bias. Why? Because when it comes to the Avoida of, of uh, Avoida Shabbelev and there's a structure of tefillah, perhaps when we had a of Mikdash, we no longer needed that structure. There was still a Takana to daven three times a day, but perhaps it was loose. The, the text was loose and one was able to say whatever he wanted because all they were doing was Bakashas Arachmim of davening for Rachmanas. Well, now that we no longer have a Beisam Mikdash, so even our, our Shemana Esri becomes some type of an avoida of davening a specific text. That's the Diver the, the rabbi Yoyal Satmer Satmar, that's his way of understanding how we forgot some of the uh, details. So that would be a second way to understand a that we find in the Gemara and the Rishonim. A third way to understand a is that people argued, meaning even though the Ashkenes were del- masaking certain things, perhaps they, it was never accepted that we should do A or B, and perhaps that leads to Arguments that we find in the Gemara. If you go a little further than the Gemara, you will find something called Mesechta Seifrim, which either is a Brysa or it's from the times of the Ga'inim, and there are many of our Tfilos like Kiddush so perhaps that will be a good source to look at, but we'll see tomorrow, Mertesham, why this is not a perfect source, and we have different understandings of what it says in Mesechta Seifrim as we continue. Uh, our our quest for figuring out our our sidder HaShem tomorrow we'll, we'll get back into it